0: Hey there, Wido listeners, happy International Women's Month. It's such a joy to celebrate women, their accomplishments, our achievements, the things that we do on a daily to make a difference, the things that are seen and unseen. That women do to cultivate community, to build trust, to demonstrate vulnerability, to show how brave we are, to keep showing up to our ordinary, regular lives. (laughs) And so we are very thankful for you and we celebrate you and salute you. Today, we wanted to play an episode from 2019 that we felt like was really relevant because we are playing the long game of life. And sometimes when you're in a difficult moment or a difficult season or perhaps a relationship that you're in is very challenging right now, or maybe your job, you've made a big change and it feels difficult, or perhaps you're struggling with your purpose or maybe facing a dry season spiritually. We just wanted to remind you that this is a long game of life and that the current thing you're facing will not always be the thing that you're facing. That's the beautiful thing we learn from seasons. (laughs) Even though I live in Los Angeles where we don't really have seasons, But what's so beautiful is that seasons come and seasons go, and so whatever you're facing right now, let this episode remind you that it is a long game of life. And you also get to hear about the wonderful life of Toni Morrison, someone who has deeply impacted me, and deeply impacted many women in the world. And I hope that you live your life with grace and gumption, because listen, we only get one. So Tiffany and I encourage you to be brave and to keep showing up and putting your feet on the floor. And you know what? We're proud of you. spectacular enjoy this week's episode welcome back to why though we're
1: so thankful that you tuned in and thank you to all those leaving reviews we have well over 100 reviews and again we're reading them thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you and if you haven't left a review now would be a great time to hit pause and leave one or leave one later it really does help other people find the show so a thousand thank yous in advance. Yes. Today is all about the long game, Ashley. The <laughs> long game. And can I tell you why that's a word? Can I
0: tell you why that's a word? I, we need to know. Tell us. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs>
1: uh, last night, I was having a minute. I was having a minute. I, you know, just parenting. And it was one of those really hard minutes where you just felt like, child are you gonna are you gonna make it like are you gonna be a functioning human being in society one day because Mm. the verdict
0: is still out i do not know how this is gonna go for you (laughs) that's so real that's so real honestly as a mom i feel you on that like on a deep deep level i feel you thank you oh
1: Thank you. Sometimes I feel like that about myself, let <laughs> alone my child. Okay.
0: That's a whole other word. We can talk yeah. about that on another podcast. Yeah, that's for, That's for a later
1: <laughs> date. Um, but it was one of those things where I caught my sweet boy doing something he'd gotten in trouble for at least 10 times before. And it's one thing when you catch your kid, for those of you who have kids, you know what I'm talking about. When You catch your kid, they've done something, there's repentance, there's forgiveness. Yes. You move on, you find the natural consequence, whatever that may be, or the Yeah, (laughs) You know, the crazy, whatever, however you do, you do you, you do you. But then they do it again
0: and -hmm. then they do it again
1: and then they do it again. And it's like, you just are trying to do this without getting caught. You you are not remorseful in the least bit. And that's where I think I just get deflated. Like in all of parenting, I'm like, and my optimism just tanks, which I'm a, I'm a very, very hopeful, optimistic person by nature. It is how I'm wired. Yeah. I wake up hopeful and optimistic every morning.
0: Usually go to bed pretty optimistic about life. I really love that about you. It's like so good to be your friend because oh, I'm the exact you. opposite of that. <laughs> Keep going. I have no comment for that. I don't know what yeah. to say to you for that. But thank you. Thank
1: you. Um, and so it's one of those moments where you're like, oh my goodness, do you get this? And And the Lord just gave me a little whisper last night. And he said this. He said, girl, this is a long game. Mm. This is a long game. I'm going to need you to simmer down because you got to do this for a long, long, long time. And even Mm -hmm. um, we went out with some friends last week, and they have high schoolers. And they were just shaking their head like, you just wait. And I'm like, I know. Everybody keeps telling me, just wait. And I know every season is beautiful and every season has its highs. But every season also has its lows. Yes. just realizing like oh my goodness there's going to be really hard battles to fight and this is yes. when you can step back you realize this is a medium-sized battle this is not the end of the world yeah. if this is a long game and oh this is what they said they said you know so often we think oh we launch our kids at 18 and she's like when i talk to all my friends and everything i'm reading it's really like 25 it's really like 25 hmm. you're really still coaching them hardcore until about 25 mm. and if you think about brain development and when our brain stopped development, it's actually between 20, what is it? 23 and 26. So that would make sense that you're still actively, you know, coaching, shepherding, parenting up until then. I'm like, well, that totally makes sense. When it you think does. Of, that their brain is still more. I mean, they're still kind of that teenage brain still up until then. So anyway, yeah. all that to say, it really invited me to step back <laughs> and look at my life and think, okay, if I want to be who you need in a sweet person of peace and kindness and grace and truth and mercy and love and forgiveness all the days, I got to look at this as a long game. There's been a lot of years behind me. There's a lot going on right now and there's a lot of years ahead of me. But if I can ground myself in who I am and what I offer to the world, not just my children, but to my friends and coworkers and all that. To you, you know, to you, Ashley, as we work together and all of these things. Yep. If I can continue to be simply be, then I can. I'm gonna make it, and yes. there's a good chance my kids will make it. There's a good chance. Totally, I mean, truly, it's in the Lord's hands. The yes. last thing I said to my kid, <laughs> the last thing I said to my kid before I left his room last night was, "Go with God, child. Go." with
0: god because like it'd be like that sometimes yes it's like lord you will gonna have to, to deal with your child left. i don't yes, have you it. are
1: i don't i'm like a good to, thing i dedicated you better him do to something. you <laughs> <laughs> i dedicated him to you and father son and Holy Spirit. so you, the three of you gotta figure this out because <laughs> right. i'm taking a smoke break because i cannot do this <laughs> so.
0: oh i'm dying <laughs> anyway,
1: that's how i feel
0: you know what you're talking about is so powerful. If I if I can't recover, which is hard, I'm laughing so hard. Um, but I think. The temptation to live this way in every area of our life is so real. You know, it doesn't even have to be parenting. It can be like you have a bad day at work and you think, you know, it's all going to hell in a handbasket or you have a super bad day in a relationship or in your marriage or with a friend. And then you think like, oh my gosh, I've ruined it. I've botched it or they've ruined it and botched it. And we forget Mm -hmm. that there is this long game of life. And I think that generations before us really had a better handle on this because they were so much more connected. You know, digital media was not in their midst. You knew how to fight it out and stay, you know And I'm not saying? It's always, you know, families have had, have dealt with dysfunction since the beginning of time. So that's not really what I'm talking about, but just this idea like that we can have a bad day and still be close and we can have a bad day and still make it. And we can have a bad day and our purpose still be fulfilled. And so I think this long game of life is a really powerful way of thinking about everything <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it is our faith walk yes our finances, oh my gosh faith for real. any
0: any area yes. of our life
1: thinking of this is like until i walk through the curtain to the other side of eternity yeah. like this is this is happening i can't yes. i can't check out of this i can't and going back to what you said about digital media i think that's really powerful because it is a place where we can check in disagree and we don't have to we yes. can go somebody, we can leave it, we can yep. we can get angry at somebody, we can type our big long responses yep. and yell at somebody through our computer and then walk away.
0: Yep. That's we can exactly quit right. them.
1: We can quit them. Yes.
0: Versus life where there's a good chance you can't quit. That's exactly right. You right. really, really can't. Yeah, I think about, um, this reminds me so much of legacy too, like leaving Mm -hmm. a legacy and thinking about your whole life and the sum total of your entire life. And it reminds me so much of um, one of my favorite authors, Toni Morrison. And I just had the opportunity to um, watch her documentary, which I highly recommend. Oh, dear listener, it will bless your soul to watch it. It's called The Pieces I Am. And it is this great... Um, tale of her life, her lifelong journey, the power of her beautiful life and the way that she was able to live truth and be truth and speak truth in every arena of her life. Like She just refused to be anyone else but herself. And there is so much power in that, and um, we want to unpack a little bit of her life to you today because we feel like it's a great example of the long game of life. Um, and Tony Morrison, something we need right now, right? We, like, too. we really, Oh my gosh! She please, has somebody, to give, us. give me a word about that. You know, like show me what it looks like, please. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If you guys are not familiar with Toni, she is a powerful writer. And one of my favorite things about her is that she became a senior editor working for a smaller company that was then acquired by Random House, which is a massive company. But she started out as a senior editor in a very small company. And her time as an editor, she wrote her first book called The Bluest Eye. And what's so remarkable is that no one in her publishing house even knew she could write. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> and she was so willing to separate her writing life and her editing life, like to be able to put those things, um, to park those things as two different identities. And she right. really wanted to be able to edit other people's work and bring them through without putting her own voice and context into it. Because she was so dedicated to speaking her own truth and giving people the op- the opportunity to do it. And so she wrote this first book. And then after it released, her publishing house was like, what's wrong with you? Like, we want we want to publish all of your books. And they picked up all of the rest of them, which I think is right. so incredibly powerful. And she didn't even quit her editing job until her fourth book when she went to write it. And, and it took the pushing of her publishing house to be like her, her actual editor. And he was like, hey, it's, it's time. Like, you don't have to do both of these. Why don't you just focus on writing? Um, and her stories are so remarkable. And she said that she became a writer because she loved to read. And oh, so because she loved to read and didn't see herself and didn't see other women like her, she wanted to write stories that people could read where they could really see themselves. And she wanted to make sure that she told her story through the lens of a black woman, a black female, because that was really powerful. And there were no stories that existed that did not come through the lens of the dominant culture narrative. And so she really wanted to tell the truth um, without, she talks about how she didn't want the, the white man gazing over her shoulder. <laughs>
1: I mean, and that, I think there's so much to unpack even just yes, there. That's huge, right? That speaks right now of being able to see yourself as somebody successful and being yes. able to see yourself on the screen you know i think yes. of, um and this is the most ridiculous example but it's what comes to mind so forgive me but i think of like mindy kaling mm. I, before mindy kaling right. when would have i ever saw an indian woman who was accomplished right and, and killing it in different areas that is not usually an area you know in a writer's room of all places yes where a minority woman would be i think that it's so powerful to see yourself and even this idea of um a black woman producing good work which is always happening but are they getting published right when you think of if when you think of the you know hundreds upon thousands of books that come out every year yes how many of those are by um people of color or even just from the african-american community i know yes i think it's for children's books think of children's books children's books. i know of, that is a hard I, it's, one it's only it's only usually 10 to 30 yeah. percent are are even geared toward um the african-american community or any yeah. people of color or yes. have characters or main leads in those books doing ordinary things that kids want to do fight dragons and brush their teeth and right. you know have the lead in choir all these things that are normal experiences yeah. not just about um, movements that have happened with their people group, but how they can visioneer and see themselves in the story,
0: yes. is
1: it still needs to happen? And it's so interesting that the powers that be, who make these decisions of can we tell the story, whether it is film or literature, um, they're the ones holding the keys to the gate, right? Of yes. thinking. Can you walk through the store? So for her to think, I didn't see myself, yeah. therefore I was going to become somebody who could create a narrative where others could find their place, yeah. I mean, that is just the most beautiful thing
0: ever. It ever. is. It's life-changing. And to tell it the way it is and not have to put any other spin on it so people can receive it, that's brave. Yeah. What,
1: what did you say? So that without brave. The, without the white man's gaze? The white
0: gaze, yes, because the at the gaze. time, yeah, only oh white goodness. men were being published and So they were telling stories about other groups, whether it was women or it was people of color, male and female, they were telling it through the white lens instead of just being able to allow um, minorities to be able to do what they do and be who they are in this beautiful freedom that we all have. Mm -hmm. And so it's really remarkable what she was able to do. I love Toni Morrison. And then she just kept bringing through other voices, other books, you know, people of color, men and women like Angela Davis, bringing them through. And so that's the other real power um, of the long game of life. She's serving yes. as this editor and realizing she not only has the power to edit and to write, but to also see other books published so that more and more people have opportunity not only to live out their purpose and calling, but to inspire others to do the same. It's like, this is remarkable. <laughs> so not only a truth teller, but a way maker. Absolutely! It's oh my so gosh! Beautiful. Also, that gospel song. Do you love it? Mm, yeah. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Do you like it? You're Light gonna have to link in that the in the, to 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 my link my that to the show notes. Oh, you're welcome. I will put on the, you uh, write that down, the YouTube link that in the show notes. There I will go. get you the YouTube, y'all. Don't even yeah. worry about it. The YouTube. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Can we get the folks from YouTube down here? <laughs> <laughs> But it is, like, I love what you said about parenting, Tiffany. You know, it's just something that God was whispering to you about. Like, it's the long game. And I know that as you continue to parent your children, as I continue to parent my children and be in the relationships that we're in, like, there's a reason. And there will come other opportunities in the future because we're thinking about the long game where we'll be yeah. able to make a way for our kids or make a way for others because we've just stuck to it, you know? Yeah. She spoke
1: her truth unapologetically. She yes. was who she was. And... She invited everyone to speak their truth. Yes. She really, really did. It's, mm-hmm. I'm just truly amazed. Also, um, she was one accomplished woman. She graduated from oh my Harvard. Yes. Got her Master's of Arts from Cornell. Yep. Yes, that Cornell. Yep. And our dog, that Cornell. Yep. And also received the Nobel Prize in yes. Literature in 1993. I mean, just continuing to have a platform for her work and for other people. I think that when you think long game, when you think legacy, I think it's so important that we not only rise to the top, but we bring all those boats up with us, right? Yeah, that's right. I think it's really a powerful thing. And one thing that I'm always moved by, Ashley, is how other people feel about her.
0: Oh, my gosh. Impact. Ay ay ay. Yes.
1: You know you hear when you yes. think of my Angela, when you think of yes. Oprah, Oprah, you think of her too, right? Mm-hmm. You think of all Sonia these people. Who've made, right? Yes. They've made such an impact mm-hmm. that you're like, I know you don't know me. However, you have moved me. You have you have helped build who I am into the person I am today. I think that it is just so powerful when you think of where she's come from and all that she's done. And yes. I mean, it's just truly... And one other little fun fact that I always um, thought was pretty interesting. Um, Her given name is Chloe Wofford. Mm -hmm. And when she was 12, she really adopted that nickname, Tony. And from her Catholic baptismal name, Mm -hmm. Anthony, after St. Anthony, when she converted at the age of 12 to Catholicism, I thought that was a really Mm -hmm. powerful, powerful, powerful thing that she really owned that as her
0: her literary name. I love it too. In the documentary, they were talking about how part of the reason that she did that as well is because people couldn't pronounce Chloe. And it's so everywhere like that baby. she was going, they were like Chloe, Chloe, and they couldn't pronounce her name. And so part of it was like, well, everybody can pronounce Tony. And so she just went for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to circle back to what you were talking about when it comes to respect, because man, I so desire to be a person who... Um, has people's respect from every angle, whether I disagree with them or not, whether we're friends or enemies, like whether we are, you know, someone I'm serving or someone who is serving me, someone who's an authority in my life, like I desire to have the respect out of these different arenas. And looking at Tony's life, I feel like she really does have that. I mean, she has the same editor from Random House that she's always had, like never changed editors. Um, So I think about that. And he so respects her. Like when you hear her talk about when you hear him talk about Tony and his opportunity to work with her, there is so much respect or you hear all these incredible people that you mentioned talk about her you listen to just even one person who's a big fan of tony and what reads all her Mm -hmm. books and even people who don't agree with some of her work or some of the things that she's done they still have this respect for her and i think that is so admirable and i do think it comes back to being the same person in every environment and just having integrity like this is who i am and i'm not going to apologize for being who i am and she's kind watching her in all these different interviews on television. And even when they would ask her um, questions that would seem ridiculous nowadays, but likely weren't ridiculous in the seventies, you know, Um, but she just respond with such graciousness, even though she would say a hard truth back or talk about how the, the question they were even asking her was ridiculous, whether it's around race or being a female that she would respond with truth, but so much graciousness. And so because of that, she just has the respect of the world. And I think that is a really, admirable quality, something I would want to have, you know, from the, the little to the small, from the relationships in my own home out. I just want yeah. people to know like it's worth respecting.
1: Yeah. And to be the same person, right? The fruit That's of the it. spirit wherever you're going. Yes. To, to That's have it. That. One of the things that I kind of as I've been a leader of women's ministry and I'm around women a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um and I always whispered whispered to myself, be the kindest, Be." Be so irresistibly delightful that they just can't help but want to work with you. Like just be so, and not as a people pleaser, but true, true kindness, care for them, care for their journey, care for what they're going through at all times. Whether, like you said, whether it was somebody who was interviewing her, whether it was somebody, a a close friend or her editor, to be the same person, a person of love and truth and joy to do no harm, but take no bull. That's right. Exactly. Um. Something that I I was really fascinated with was she didn't identify as a feminist, um, which I think is really powerful, uh, especially from the community she came from, where that really belonged at that time to a certain... Um, type of person, yes. Um, but uh, in an interview, she said this: "In order to be as free as I possibly can, everything I've ever done in the writing world has been to expand articulation rather than to close it. To open doors. I think it's a question of equitable access and opening doors yes. to all sorts of things. So this idea of she wasn't about oh women first or anything like that. She's like equity,
0: yes. equity.
1: That's the I want to focus on what matters and it's equity exactly for everybody.
0: Yes, right. which I thought was what a powerful ideal idea too." it is it's something we all could spend more time focusing on Um, instead of feeling like okay just this one group could get access no we all need it and we need to keep fighting for it and her life teaches us to do so to never give that up it's beautiful and one of my dear friends gave me uh, a copy of a Mary Oliver book called Thirst and Mary Oliver is my favorite poet Um, man, and I love the book. And on the on the front of it, she said, she put a little sticky note. And she said, may you always be straight whiskey, no, no chaser. And I was like, I really love this. Yes. (laughs) And I feel that with Tony, too. You know, I think that um, and and even if it's even if your way is different than mine, like, yes, I'm just going to speak the truth. Probably that's just how I'm wired. But even if your way is different in each of our personalities, we can be, you know, straight whiskey, no chaser, where we're just able to be exactly who we are, whether we're fun and vivacious and lively, or we are a little bit more introverted or extroverted. We just be it, be who you are, own who you are and and move through this world in such a way that inspires others to be who they are. I think that there's real power in that. I'm so thankful for her beautiful long life. <laughs> I have two thoughts on this. Number one, we need to get you a cross stitch with that. Number two, <laughs> we,
1: um, I think when I think about the long game, you know, in our last days, how are we going to be remembered? People That's aren't right. going to remember our accolades. Yep. People are going to remember how they felt That's right. when they were around us. Yes. They're going to remember who we invited them to be they're going to remember the love the kindness the peace the grace the mercy the forgiveness yes
0: uh
1: the faithfulness yes. of our presence that's what they're going to remember so just in all that we do in all that we do reminding ourselves this this is a long game right, right. Like we can freak out quit say things we don't mean yes. and then have to apologize for it later or we can step back and think i, I gotta do this for a really long yeah. time yeah And so may it be peaceful. May it be graceful. And as we um, dig our heels into peace and grace and truth, we're more likely to do that time and time again in the future. That becomes who we are. It becomes that unforced rhythm of grace. It really is the renewing of our mind when we choose that way. And, um, and, And even as we think about the next generation, You know, some may say they're going to be, you know, warped brains by digital media, which I probably think is going to happen. But at the same time, may they be activists. May they be aware. May they go first. May they believe that they can do things regardless if they're a boy or a girl, regardless um, of the color of their skin. May they walk in truth, in grace and mercy. Why? Because we played the long game well.
0: Because we played the long game well. That's right. And listener, you do have what it takes to to be wholly who you are. And that's exactly who we need in the world. And so we pray that you take great confidence in being who you were created to be and pursuing the things that you feel like you need to be pursuing. And we're with you in your corner and cheering you on for your long game of life. Whiskey now chaser. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Hey, listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit AshAbercrombie.org. See you
1: next week.